0: Hello and welcome to the Bible for Worship at St. Paul Lutheran Church on this Sunday of the reign of Christ when our Gospel lesson is written in the 25th chapter of Matthew verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in glory and all the angels with him, Then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he'll put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Or I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, Into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord, thanks be to God. The story of the sheep and the goats, this final teaching before Matthew embarks on the story of the Passion of Jesus, final days of suffering and death and resurrection. This story is not really a parable or a metaphor. Uh, It is a teaching with imagery. The only comparison that's made in it is saying that the son of man or the king, the character shifts in this story, but that one sitting on the throne of judgment will separate the nations as a shepherd separates the sheep and the goats. But that simply sets up a kind of imagery. It's not really a parable. It's a teaching about final judgment in the gospel. There are those who have suggested that this may actually be the most influential teaching in all of the New Testament, except for perhaps the golden rule. And most typically, it's understood to be kind of universal in its application and a summary of all that Jesus has been trying to teach. That is, Jesus identifies with the poor. And the final judgment on us in the world, all the nations, is a moral judgment whether that judgment is a real one that awaits us or a motivational one, a rhetorical one, meant to shape our morality in this world. That's the most common interpretation of this story, but there are a few issues with that interpretation. First of all, Matthew has honestly expected more of those who are Jesus' disciples. We see this especially in the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, verses 43 to 48, which end, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Not only that, but the terminology of little ones of which the least of these, my brothers and sisters, in this passage is simply a heightened form, those little ones pretty much throughout Matthew's Gospel have consistently not been the poor of the world, but rather the disciples of Jesus. And finally, how is it that if this is about All of us, including Jesus' disciples, those who follow the Gospel of Matthew, coming to judgment, how is it that we, who hope to be sheep, can't know that the least of these that we were serving was Jesus? Isn't Matthew telling us exactly that? Well then, perhaps the nations do not include either Israel or this church, this gathering of those who follow Jesus, who are Matthew's readers. Perhaps what's happening here is that Matthew is saying that in addition to teaching about what it means for those who follow Jesus to be ready for the end, and that is a clear Very clear theme in Matthew. Matthew believes that the end is coming. And that it has a judgment about it. And that people need to be ready. And Matthew has done a pretty good job of presenting in Jesus' teachings what it is that those who follow Jesus need to do to be ready. Maybe here, at the end of the teachings... Matthew turns the eye to yet another group, those who do not know or recognize Jesus in the world. Because after all, none of those in this story knew how to recognize Jesus. But maybe they don't need to know that, because it turns out, That whether they recognized it or not, what separates them is the way that they responded to the least of these. It was about kindness. It's about responding to human need. Whether that's the human need of those who follow Jesus and go out into the world carrying the gospel message or whether that's about those much more broadly who are in need, hungry, thirsty, naked, sick, in prison. And if that is the focus of this story, having already talked about what those who follow Jesus need to do to be ready, then this story comes as a very comforting word. That even those who do not know Jesus can, by their kindness, be welcomed into that kingdom that has been prepared for them from the beginning, just as the Jesus followers are. And perhaps this story can be read both ways. For those who know Jesus, it is a bit of a summary, a bit of a reminder about how one deals with Jesus through the least of these in the world. And for those who do not know Jesus, a reassurance that they are not lost, that kindness counts. That God welcomes into the kingdom all those whom God chooses to welcome. God bless.